You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. What's going on, Jermaine Johnson? Tune in to Turn on the Jets podcast. Hey, this is Vinny Pasquantino of the Kansas City Royals. Make sure you tune into the Turn on the Jets podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Turn the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson at WillPaw11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Joined by special friend of the show. Um, you know, last time me and Jake talked, uh, I was talking about Cortica and, and Cortland threw up an egg, and me and him had the same rooting interest yesterday. And guess what? Another egg was thrown up by uh, our New York Jets. Um, I'm gonna let Jake just kind of kind of start here. How we feeling? Uh, how we feeling right now? It's obviously yesterday was tough. Well, I'm depressed. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Not even the fact that Ithaca defeated Cortland in the Cortica jug and then dominated their first playoff game over the weekend can make me feel better about what we saw yesterday from our beloved New York Jets. That, that, that was awful, man. There, there's no sugarcoating it. The quarterback stunk it up. This team had an opportunity to end a losing streak that dates back years to the New England Patriots. They had an opportunity to finally get that respect across the NFL if they went into Foxborough and won that game and had sole possession of first place on Turkey Day. And they straight up blew it. And and it's really not everyone. Obviously, the defense was sensational, but a couple plays at the end on special teams. And, and ultimately, I'm sure we're going to spend most of this podcast discussing it. The quarterback play just was not good enough. And I'm a Zach Wilson defender at times. I've tried to be very patient with him and be fair. But there is no defending yesterday's performance and then the lack of accountability after the game. And, and I'm at a point now with Zach Wilson where – you know, it, it, it feels like more likely than not, he's not the guy going forward. And that's really sad because I really wanted this to work out for Zach. And it just feels like we're at a point now, Will, seven games to go. The arrows pointing down, not up for Zach Wilson's future with this team. Yesterday, the two Patriots games, frankly, have we're always going to define this season in some sense. I think anybody that follows or covers the Jets thought they have to split with the Patriots. You cannot lose a tiebreaker to a team that you're probably going to be in the running for for that five, six, or seven seed. New England's got some tough games coming up. The Jets do as well. The Jets have winnable games. All these things are true. Like the season's not over. That's all fair. But to look at what the Jets defense, like this isn't, this is, problem is, is this become a big picture conversation, which is fine if Zach Wilson wasn't the guy. But I think we all kind of assumed if Zach Wilson wasn't the guy, this Jets team is probably. Right now, they're they're four and six. So they're, they're struggling along. This team with a competent level quarterback through 10 games is probably nine and one or eight and two. Maybe they lose the Bengals game. Maybe Joe Flacco was putrid in that game. So let's say they win one of the Ravens to the Bengals because I think they would have. 
they beat the Patriots both times with, frankly, Mac Jones playing quarterback for the Jets. And Mac Jones is awful. He is very bad. No one in New England thinks he's the franchise guy anymore. And you look at the Patriots and they're in a similar spot. But, man, the, the way he played yesterday combined with, yes, was there some bad calls? Is there a block in the back on the punt, punt? And all that's fair. And Braden Mann, again, puts the Jets in a terrible situation. That ball should never have been kicked in bounds. There's, like, all these things are true, right? Like, that's all fair. And we can kind of rip Salah or rip whoever for it. For Zach to play like that in a game where his defense gave three freaking points on the road, whatever, and blame the wind multiple times, blame his receivers multiple times, and then say, I don't need to play better, essentially, was egregious. And now we have Sauce Gardner, John Franklin Myers, other players liking tweets about how Zach didn't take accountability. Were you shocked? He didn't take accountability, A. And B, what was worse, the play in the field or the postgame after? You know, the post game to me is worse from the standpoint. It's now a huge story this week. And I, you know, I really thought after the game, all right, he sucked, but they're not going to bench him yet. They're going to give him a chance against the bears to have a bounce back performance, similar to which they gave him a chance against the bills, much better team than the bears. Oh, by the way, to have a bounce back performance after the first Patriots debacle, but now will because of what he said afterwards or what really he didn't say, the lack of accountability. He made it a huge story where the locker room, you know, there could be some issues there if he doesn't stand up and address the team this week and apologize. This is a tough spot for Robert Sala to be in. I don't think he wants the bench, Zach Wilson, but if the locker room's not responding to the quarterback now, you might not have a choice. And even if you do go with Zach for another uh, week, that leash has got to be really, really thin based on this performance against the Patriots. So it was all bad, but I think he made it so much worse by that press conference yesterday. Now everyone, rightfully so, is piling on. And that's unfortunate because I think Zach just gets so frustrated when he speaks to the media. And he's got to realize when you play in New York and you're the quarterback of the Jets, you got to go up there and you got to just own it. You got to take the slings and arrows, put it on yourself. And I think he let his relationship with Connor Hughes get the best of him there in that spot. And that quotes now everywhere. And I can't defend it. It's a terrible look for him. He's got to be, he's got to know better and not say that. Yeah. I know a couple of people mentioned, you know, maybe just, he doesn't like Connor and, you know, it was like, he's Connor kind of pushed him on some of these questions before, but I know, you know, this, and I think a lot of people know it's like, there are softball questions, right? And Connor literally goes, I gave him the biggest softball question of all time. And the fact that his answer was so clearly no. And frankly, the video is worse of it than the actual quote, because no could be taken out of context. It was and then the like, press conference ends. That's the yeah, last that's, that's the last moment in the press conference. Such a bad way to end that exact scenario there. And then they were like, oh, what do you make of Garrett Wilson? Denzel Mims being frustrated. And, you know, I don't want to sit here on, on here and crush Zach. It's not about that. But yesterday is one of those times where, like, I think I'm being fair and I think we're being fair of saying like it wasn't good enough on the field. And then like I said, off the field, you know, better, you know how this stuff works. These things, all, a lot of these concerns with Zach that he had are all have all his bad flaws that came into the NFL. We're like seeing all of them right now. And we're not seeing really a lot of the good ones um, blaming the wind to me. What are we doing here? Um, you play football in, in New York in the fall and the winter, the, the weather's not always perfect. Um, arm strength is supposed to be a talent of Zach's. So you should be able to throw through that. Mac Jones is made fun of constantly for his arm talent. And, and I'm not saying that's wrong, but Mac Jones went 26, 37 yesterday for like 250 yards. And yes, it was a lot of dinking and dunking and a couple of missed tackles and things, but it's not like the Jets defense played as good as it was. And the Jets defense is better in new England. And you still felt like the Patriots were able to still complete some passes. Um, then you go back and watch the film. There's guys wide open, Zach staring at him. He's not pulling the trigger. 
Um, he got frankly lucky yesterday too. The Tyler Conklin overthrow is is one that 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 stuff can't happen. That's bad footwork. That's lazy. It's the same exact thing basically that happened in the first matchup. So um, I think you know getting at Connor or Serby, whoever asked the question on Friday, and saying you know no one outside the building knows anything. You're not a coach. I love that stuff. That's great, man. Like that fires me up. This quarterback's ready to go. But if you're gonna say that stuff, um, you better back it up. And, and I just felt like yesterday was such. So clearly you point to one person that loses you a football game like that. It's hard to look the other 52 guys in the eye and say, you have to be better when in reality, um, you know, it's some of these numbers. I mean, he's Jamarcus Russell's stat line through 20 games. It's like this, these things are starting to get concerning here. Um, do you play Zach on uh, do you play Zach on Sunday? Do you bench him? Do you go to Mike White? Do you go to Flacco? Strat? Like, what do we do here? Because seven games to go, the Jets have to win Sunday. Bears are not a very good team. Justin Fields likely won't play. It looks like based on the based on the spread, Jets are a touchdown favorite coming off this game. So uh, clearly, someone knows something. Um, but what do you do here at quarterback? Because most important position in the sport, this roster is too good right now um, to not give them a chance to win. Yeah, no question. Just to follow up real quick on on your point there with the media, like I, I didn't mind what Zach said last week about you know oh you know I don't care about anyone's opinion, not in this building, but you got to back it up and play well. And when you don't, when you stand in front of the media again, you got to own it after you basically tried to insult the media by saying they don't know anything. And I understand his frustration, but I think he's immature, man. He's twenty three years old. He's he's coming from Provo, Utah, and. Now he's playing in the biggest media market in the world. And I think the frustration of not being able to put up lofty stats and take that step and he's hearing the noise that they're winning in spite of him. I, I think it really got to him and he just, he tries to do too much. So it's tough. Well, I mean, look, I was in favor of giving Zach a chance with a short leash on Sunday against the bears, but I defer to Robert Sala. Now, if there's real issues in the locker room over what he said, and he fails to address the team this week. You're a podcast listener. And this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Then I think you might have no choice but to sit him down for a game and go to Mike White. I still think, ultimately, Zach will start. I'm sure he'll speak to his teammates. I th hopefully Braxton Berrios, who's his best friend, can get in his ear and say, hey, this is what you got to do. You know, you had a bad moment. This doesn't define you. But he's teetering on a very thin line right now because this team is really talented on both sides of the ball. Obviously, the defense is special. 
and they need some consistency at that position if they want to make the playoffs. And that should still be the goal. And by the way, there's no rule that says if you bench Zach, you can't then eventually go back to him. Mac Jones was benched this year. Tua was benched several times. Like, if Zach Wilson gets benched and that defines who he is, he's never the same after that, then the reality is he was never going to be the guy anyway. So if Salah thinks, and I'm not in that locker room, but if he thinks there's an issue and you do need to sit him down for a game and go to Mike White, I'm not going to criticize that move because I'm not in that locker room. I would play Zach, but if it is a real problem, like, Maybe it is if Sauce Gardner is liking tweets and John Franklin Myers liking tweets and that doesn't get corrected. I, I have no issue if they were to sit Zach down for a game. It pains me as a Zach Wilson fan and defender, but that's where we're at right now. That's the play on the field and what happened afterwards. Yeah, it's just it's become it's too it's almost too big now. And I don't mean to say like they get it gets Woody out of his chair, but when the media starts to turn on someone so heavily, um, it feels like everyone's kind of smelling blood in the water right now and. The NFL is different than it was years ago. And this Jets roster, it's so freaking good. Yes. Could they add, did the Jets need to probably in the offseason add one, if not potentially two, you know, probably another safety, probably add another linebacker, another offensive lineman, obviously. Around the edges, the Jets are pretty clearly, there's like three or four, you know, quote unquote holes, but it's a very young roster. It's a very good roster. They have flexibility, all these things, all these different things. And those are all true. And the Jets could still go off on a run here. Corn flip guy could be right or, you know, Minnesota got stomped yesterday. So maybe the Jets are still end up eight and four, you know, going to that Buffalo game. And, you know, so all these things could be had like this. You know, we had this conversation post the other Patriots game and then they went out and beat Buffalo. But it's just it's frustrating. You don't want to you don't want to be caught in NFL purgatory, which is what the Jets are kind of caught in right now. And you've seen the Colts. We saw the Rams for a little bit in, in the situation, the Rams and the Colts and the Niners, all these different teams. Um if the Jets had a really legitimately good backup quarterback that they felt strong about, they would have already went to him. Yesterday was the time to do it, though. You needed to get a spark, something. Um, and, and I was a little surprised they didn't go to it. But again, yesterday's, yesterday was the past. But um, look, there's options next year. It may be Zach. Maybe he figures it out. It looks like it won't be. I said he has seven games. He has yeah. seven games to do it, right? Assuming he plays on Sunday. Like the, the, the biggest takeaway, you, you, your tweet went viral yesterday and I responded to it. The biggest takeaway is, Jimmy Garoppolo and or Derek Carr, that type of player is what they're doing this offseason instead of drafting a guy and starting over. Like, the team's good enough to win. They're not going to give Zach a year three unless he earns a year three, and they're not starting over and drafting someone. So, like, Will, we're at a point now where it's like we're at a crossroads with Zach Wilson, as I talked about on YouTube earlier today. He either goes out there and plays better down the stretch or he can't be relied on to be the guy going into his third year. Yeah, it's – I don't know. I tweeted out, I think Kyle Brandt tweeted something similar. Um, just the Jets are a really cool sports car that don't have the right driver right now. And again, I hope Zach figures it out. It's always nicer to have the homegrown guy. It'd be a nice redemption story. And Zach grows up and figures it out and, and all those different things. But you don't want to lose the locker room. There is every game from here on out is crucial to the Jets making the playoffs. Um, and now they don't have the tiebreaker over New England and, and Cincinnati, which is um, which is huge. Obviously, they got some help from the Chiefs last night, and that's fine. But, you know, they they got to get in the playoffs. They got to figure out a way, and they've got every opportunity to do so. Um, we'll wrap with this. Does Zach make it past halftime on Sunday? I don't know. Let's assume he starts because it's still probably the assumption. Um, but that building, I'll be there. I know, I believe you'll be there as well. That building will still be probably packed, and it'll be, it should be an exciting game. Revis getting, uh, you know, Ring of Honor, home game. 
Jets should win. One of the first Jets home games they'll be favored in all year. I think it's the first game they honestly, I don't even know. It might be the first game they've been favored all year. Um, but how restless is that crowd going to be? They go three and out. Are we talking like the Darnold stuff where he just gets booed right off the field? Or um, you think the fan base is going to, you know, calm down by Thursday, Friday? Yeah, it's look, I, I think they'll be there to support him early. But you know this fan base as well as anyone will. The first three and out or bad throw or God forbid he throws a pick early in this game. It's, it's going to be ugly. But that's the spot Zach Wilson has unfortunately put himself in. So he has to go out there and he has to play good football against the Bears defense. That's not any good. They give up points to everybody. I think the third worst EPA per play pass defense in the NFL for context, the Patriots, I believe, were two. Like they stink. So the Jets should be able to go out there and they should be able to have some success. And one good game, by the way, for Zach Wilson does not mean he's the guy automatically again, moving forward. He's now got to put together several good games in a row. Otherwise it's just more of the same. So one game at a time, I think he plays, I think he'll make it through the entire game. So I'll answer your question. I don't think he'll get benched, but I mean, it's put up a shut up time. For Zach Wilson here, like I know Robert Salas said, you know, making a quarterback change was the furthest thing from his mind. He's not going to come out and say, we're going to make a change or open the door to any controversy yet. But best believe, as we talk here on a Monday afternoon, the Jets are talking about doing something, coming up with a plan if Zach does continue to struggle. Because we see the clips on social media of guys wide open and him missing them. You best believe they see it too. So I, I, I think he plays Sunday, but the leash has got to be very short against a bad Bears team that if the Jets are going to be a playoff team, they have to win this game this Sunday. Yeah, well, uh, I'll get more into it later in the week. Connor Hughes will be on. We may have a very special guest coming on. I'm still trying to lock in the uh, the time and date, but it would be, I think, our, my biggest guest I've gotten since the show started. So, um, so it's not that, me is what you're saying. No, it's uh, it's it's right the notch right below you. Uh, um, he has, so we'll see if it happens. Um, it's in, it's in the work. So let's see, but, uh, Connor Hughes will be on later in the week. We'll get, we'll break down more of this Patriots game. We'll get right into the bears preview. Um, anyone that obviously everyone follows you already and, and all that stuff, make sure you check out Jake's YouTube channel, um, socials, et cetera. Um, great stuff. It's pretty much daily jets content. There's obviously other stuff as well. Jacob DeGrom medicals to the Yankees. Well, we'll, uh, a little, little spicy stuff from the Yankees. Uh, here they requested DeGrom's medicals and are is that showing, out there? I, showing, I yeah, showing that. interest. So right. uh, probably just stirring the pot, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but Steve Cohen, don't get don't get the Mets too. Angry. I know. I was going to say, don't, let's not piss off Steve Cohen because then all <laughs> sudden, <million. laughs> it'll turn into Jacob DeGrom's a Yankee and the Judge and uh, and DeGrom are Mets. But um, appreciate hopping on. Uh, obviously a somber Monday, but hopefully uh, this is the low point of the season and, and we go from here. Yeah. Look. I, Today sucks. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. I try to be positive at times when I can. You can't be positive on a day like today. That all being said, they are still six and four. They are still in position to have a winnable game on Sunday against the Bears. You win that game, get the seven and three, you go from there. That's all they could do right now. The Jets have far exceeded the expectations that most of us had. They're going to be playing meaningful games post Thanksgiving into December. That is a fact. And as bad as yesterday was, there's still plenty of season left. And if you're a true jet fan, and if you're listening to will, you certainly are one, you, you got to just keep watching and, and, and you never know how things will unfold. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Appreciate it. Zoe's chick. And, uh, and we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.